This episode is dedicated to anyone out there that struggles with alcohol or may be curious about life after alcohol and what it would be like to abstain from alcohol. This episode is also dedicated to anyone that's a functional alcoholic that may seem to keep it together but may benefit greatly from giving up the booze. And lastly, this episode is also dedicated to everyone that's currently in rehab that could use as many tools as possible on their sober journey. God bless you and enjoy episode 18 of the Sober is Dope podcast. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 18 of the Sober is Dope podcast. I'm your host, Pop Buchanan. And I'm excited to bring this podcast to you today. This podcast entitled Sober Curious poses the question, are you sober curious? Today we're going to look at some highlights of sobriety and the new trending term sober curious. And we're going to take notes and look into the book written by Ruby Warrington entitled Sober Curious, The Blissful Sleep, Greater Focus, Limitless Presence, and Deep Connection Awaiting Us All on the Other Side of Alcohol. In this episode, we want to look into not only the benefits of sobriety, but also the highlights of sobriety for the average person who may not be addicted to alcohol. All right, so many of us, you know, we we tend to use alcohol as a social crutch, but, you know, it's taboo to kind of speak about it outside the concept of addiction, but the average person can reap the many benefits of sobriety and abstinence from alcohol, and this great book talks about that in detail and I'm excited to bring this topic today because when I saw first saw the concept of sober curious it was a hashtag on Instagram and I was like that's cool man because you know sober is dope in the sober is dope universe we're all we're into all things sobriety and there may be millions of people that's on the fence that do struggle with alcohol and the physiological effects and psychological effects and the social effects that may not be classically substance abuse related or addictive, but may be curious about the benefits and may not know the advantages and that it applies to them. So this is extremely interesting. I wanna take a little, I'm gonna wanna read to you guys a basic overview of the book Sober Curious from Ruby Warrington. And I'm reading this off of Goodreads, guys. And at the end, go buy her book. Will life be better without alcohol? It's the nagging question more and more of us are finding harder to ignore. Whether we have a problem with alcohol or not. After all, we yoga, we green juice, we meditate, we self-care. And yet, come the end of the long workday, the start of the weekend, an awkward social situation we drink one glass of wine turns into two turns and one glass of wine turns into two and two turns into a bottle in the face of how we care for ourselves otherwise it's hard to avoid how alcohol really makes us feel terrible 
How different would our lives be if we stopped drinking on autopilot? If we stopped drinking altogether? Really different, it turns out. Really better. Frank, funny, and always judgment-free, Sober Curious is a bold guide to choosing to live hangover-free from Ruby Warrington, one of the leading voices of the new sobriety movement. Drawing on research, expert interviews, and personal narratives, Sober Curious is a radical takedown on the myths that keep so many of us drinking. Inspiring, timely, and blame-free, Sober Curious is both both conversation starter and handbook. Essential reading that empowers readers to transform their relationship with alcohol so we can lead our most fulfilling lives. I love this, guys. This is awesome. This is cutting edge because alcohol is a toxin and it, it, it has dramatic effects on the brain, the body, and the nervous system. And in my opinion, being a health enthusiast, I don't think alcohol is healthy. I mean, a lot of the benefits that we read about of red wine comes from Reservatrol, not alcohol. They have new studies that saying that the Reservatrol and the antioxidants in the wine are more attributed to the health benefits than the alcohol. And even non-alcoholic wine tend to really have more benefits than alcoholic wine. So alcohol in itself is not a health benefit to and it doesn't have any real health benefits you know um it's kind of responsible for a lot of health problems and the body doesn't really digest alcohol well your gut microbiome and gut bacteria really doesn't like alcohol so the concept of alcohol being healthy is something kind of the of the past it's kind of old science or bad science And what I mean by that is that scientists do a great job of really, really um, changing their ideas and concepts throughout research and through time. So, you know, one day you may hear the benefits of red wine and then a year or two later you may hear, oh, by the way, we made a mistake. It wasn't necessarily the alcohol in the wine. It was the actual the Reservatrol or the tannins or the antioxidants in the wine. Reservatrol is the uh, the isolate of the antioxidant that's within the grape seed or the grapes that make the wine that actually has the antioxidant health benefits of the wine. So I love this concept, Sober Curious, like because like here it says... Um, how would you feel if, if we stopped drinking altogether? How would we really feel? And frank, funny, and always judgment free, we may feel better. You know, um, and, and if you're out there and you're on the fence, we did an episode called The uh, Lifestyle Benefits of Sobriety. You can always go check that out. I'll actually put that link in the show notes because I was highlighting the numerous benefits of sobriety. So you may not have to be in necessarily treatment or rehab to reap the benefits of an alcohol-free lifestyle. So I want to read a review on the book that I really found helpful 
you know, prior to, you know, purchasing the book, um, this is what I read to get me excited about the purchase and to dive into the concept of being sober curious. Um, the review is from Randy who gave the book four out of five stars. Ruby Warrington does a good job in this book of posing the ultimate question of would my life be better without alcohol? This book is not necessarily a self-help book and not for individuals already gripped by deep addiction to alcohol. Although, as Warrington states, those who have already entered a program may use this book as another tool to help continue a sober lifestyle. In my opinion, Sober Curious is more for those who wish not to drink, out of sheer choice of wanting to embrace a lifestyle that makes them the best version of themselves. Pardon the tired cliche, I couldn't think of another way to put it. Warrington writes, Why do we often assume a person must have a problem with alcohol when he or she quits? And why do so few people talk about the clarity, the self-assurance, the presence that becomes your very own inner lighthouse when you remove the booze? In a society where we have gone either far left or right with our views towards alcohol, Warrington brings up very valid points. Why do we automatically assume that an individual who chooses to eschew alcohol has or had a problem with it? Why do we assume that to abstain, we first have to hit rock bottom? And why do we feel uncomfortable in clearly proclaiming our views against alcohol? This book is in no way written to rally against alcohol or those who choose to drink, but quite the opposite. Warrington states emphatically that To personally choose a lifestyle devoid of alcohol is not to judge those who do enjoy imbibbing. She simply asks the question, would life be better without alcohol? Shares her experiences and viewpoints and leaves it up to the reader to decide on his or her own. I like this book for its points, how they are proposed and the acceptance of humanity in looking at both sides of the arguments. That alone is welcoming in an age where we either lean far on one side or another in an attempt to find fault, point fingers, or judge those who operate outside of our confirmation bias. Good book, good discussion. Check it out. Randy, excellent, excellent, excellent point. I cannot agree more. Now, if you are an addict and you're someone that's really struggling with alcohol and you suffer from the disease of alcoholism, the nature of alcohol and the psychological and physiological effects are so gripping that sometimes the concept of rock bottom is the only way someone is going to be able to make a radical change because obviously it's an addiction. So... This book speaks to both the addict in many ways and someone who wants to seek help. It may be a good tool in getting them there if you're already in treatment. But if you're not an addict and you could kind of put the bottle down, but you find yourself being a casual drinker and you may want to acknowledge or learn about the benefits of putting the bottle down. This is good because you, and, and this is correct. You don't necessarily have to hit rock bottom 
to just want a better life and to want to not feel crappy and not want to deal with hangovers and health problems and awkward social situations and you know we we just did our last episode my sober update and it was a memorial day episode and i'm looking through you know you know i'm reading through newspapers i'm looking online through social media i'm i'm talking to people and you notice that a lot of people is still saying, you know, I'm still recuperating from, you know, the weekend. And 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 and, and it's, they say this in jest, like, you know, I had such a blast. I'm still recuperating, but I'm looking at it from a recovering alcoholic. Like it's two days after today is the Wednesday after Memorial Day, so it's two days after Memorial Day, and I'm like, you still recuperating? Like, how much did you drink? And how can a substance affect your mood and your body and your energy levels and your brain? And my worst experience with alcohol, ladies and gentlemen, was the hangovers. It was like waking up feeling so out of place. And the sad thing for alcoholic is you feel so crappy that the only thing that makes you feel better is drinking more. That's the problem. That's the problem. It's like, you know, you, you, you. You wake up and you feel crazy. You feel like somebody hit you over the head and, you know, you, you, you know, alcohol depletes you of your vitamins. It depletes your body of vital nutrients. It depletes magnesium out of your body, which you need for your energy. You know, magnesium is a bond through ATP, which is adenosine triphosphate. And ATP is our storehouse of energy through our DNA mitochondria. So... We, and we usually get our magnesium from vegetables and green foods and a 90 a, a large percent of our society is chronically deficient in magnesium and these vital nutrients like vitamin D, magnesium, zinc and all of these things already. So when you go on these big binges and you know the hangover effects is your body feeling the absence of dopamine, the absence of dramatic drops in serotonin um, you know, alcohol robs your body of essential B vitamins and B complexes and folate and also magnesium. So you feel crazy because your body is running on a negative and all of this to have a good time. I'm like, I had so much fun during Memorial Day and I didn't have to drink and I was able to get up um, on Tuesday and go to work like it was a normal day. I'm literally still seeing people as I go about my day saying, how was your Memorial Day? It was fun, man. You know, I'm still recuperating, kind of, you know, getting there, feel like crap, but I'm getting there and I'm like, well, there's an alternative to having fun. And I think this book, Sober Curious, opens up the conversation for that. Ruby Warrington does a great job, in my personal opinion, on opening up the conversation to everyone. Because sometimes I literally, most of the people that I see struggling with alcohol are not alcoholics. You know, it's just people that have, it's like, they they, they, they kind of, like, talk about, like, how they want to get their life together, their health together. Or they may not, they may be having problems in their relationship. They may be having problems with weight. And in the functional alcoholic crew, the people who can still keep it together, but they're very functional, you know, but they have to drink every day. That's a subclass of alcoholism that still doesn't get enough airplay. 
Because in my opinion, there's many alcoholics out there that really struggle, but they do a very good job in masking it. And I was the opposite. I was a straight up alcoholic because I had that. I had I got I had the full blown disease, meaning that I should have never drank from day one. And I never survived from my first drink and it followed me throughout life. So when you saw me, I was already 100 percent drunk, 100 percent out of it, 100 percent wild. And um, and it's a blessing that I stopped. But then there's people that I know that they're functional. And I'm not beating you guys up out there. Again, this is a health conscious, this is a lifestyle conscious, this is a a quality of life conversational topic. What will life be without the booze? How can you benefit? What are the benefits, you know? If you're struggling with sleep, if if you're smoking cigarettes, for example, if you're not addicted to alcohol, but you drink on a regular basis and you smoke, the likelihood of you quitting cigarettes is going to be increased tenfold by you getting rid of the booze. If you have um, diabetes or blood sugar issues, putting the bottle down is going to dramatically help your blood glucose levels and your blood sugar. If you have relationship issues and you're constantly fighting or getting into it with your spouse, if, if one of your um, mates are, are alcoholics or struggling with drinking, one of you guys putting the bottle down can help balance out the relationship and open up the conversation. Alcohol is not necessary. doesn't have to be our pastime. Alcohol doesn't necessarily have to be our way of life. It doesn't have to be our social crutch and our means of communication and, and unwinding. All right. Um, you know, this this is a big conversation. So if you're sober curious, I commend you to, you know, check out the podcast, Google the benefits of sobriety, go buy Sober Curious from Ruby Warrington. It's an excellent book. Um, and kudos to you because sobriety is dope. And look, I, I have, I listed numerous benefits of sobriety. My sleep is better. My love life is better. My relationship is better. My productivity is better. My creativity is better. My relationship with my family is improved. Um, I'm faster, stronger. I'm able to work out on a consistent basis. I'm able to meet my goals. I wake up feeling great every day. I don't have to go to sleep necessarily. I'm not sleepy all the time. I'm not lethargic. I'm less, you know, I'm just revitalized. I'm like a brand new person. And, you know, a concept of sober is dope in our sober universe. We like to look at ourselves as little superheroes because the more we go through life abstaining from alcohol is the more superpowers we have to change the world because our superpowers leading by example showing humanity hey you know you know i could live a life alcohol and drug free you know i could live a life you know eating properly i could live a life you know working out i could live a life doing the right thing and look at and i think society would be better if we start to change the narrative um I want to shout out my nephew and my niece, Phoenix and Messiah. I love you guys. I was in in another episode. I was talking about the next generation and I like to take my cues from the next generation because they're our future. And I look at my nephew and my niece and they don't even drink. 
You know what I'm saying? They're at the age where I was at their age. I was drinking full-blown liquor at 17 and 18. I was drinking full-blown liquor. And these guys don't drink. They don't do anything. And they're very positive. So if the next generation could have a good time without needing to be intoxicated, then what's our excuse? All right? I'm Generation X slash Millennial. You know, you know, if you're a baby boom out there... And, you know, if you to all our millennials out there, to all my generation X heads out there, you know, this is the time that is very important to ask ourselves the right questions. You know, what do we need to do to prolong our life for our kids? How can we really get on top of this whole cancer and diabetes thing and start saving our lives? How can we just put certain things down to increase our life expectancy? Is alcohol really necessary, right? It's, you got to ask yourself that question. Would my life improve or be dramatically better if I gave up alcohol? And the answer nine times out of ten will be yes. Do you really need it? You don't, you know. I mean, I'm not as much of a social butterfly as I was, but I was. that wasn't effective either, you know. I'm operating on my natural instincts and, um, you know, I, I'm happier being in my own skin. I don't have to wake up and second guess what I did, where I was, who I woke up with, you know. So sobriety's the shit. Excuse my language is dope and it's the bomb. And I 90% of the young kids that I know that's between the ages of 17 and 21, they're not drinking. They're not. They're like, oh, I'm cool. They just chill. I don't know what's going on in the air, but something is changing for the positive. And that's hope. That gives me hope. And it gives me a lot of hope that the generational curse of alcoholism didn't extend past me. So my nieces and nephews, they don't have that issue. You know, my brother, my brother, my brother-in-law, he gave up alcohol. You know, my sister, she doesn't really drink like that no more. Like, my family's, like, all chill. Everyone is kind of like, yeah, we good. My mom, everyone kind of just gave it up. They, they they looked at what I did, and they was like, you know what? We don't need this, so I have a support system, you know? Um, and even my friends who do drink, they kind of start, they're starting to acknowledge that they should limit the way they drink. They're going from um, hard liquor to wine and from wine to beer and to hopefully from beer to water. So if you are sober curious, you are not alone, all right? You are not alone. <clears throat> and you don't have to be an alcoholic and you don't have to be rock bottom to live a, so a sober life and to give up alcohol, all right? So look, this is episode 18 of the Sober's Dope podcast. We posed the question today, are you sober curious? And if so, you know... Join the millions of people who took the leap of faith to give themselves a shot and to improve their health and vitality and well-being. And um, and if you're not and, and if giving up alcohol is not your thing, then kudos to you. We love you. You know, and the Sober's Dope podcast takes a live and let live approach to sobriety. We want people to have fun, but we also want to highlight the benefits of a sober lifestyle. I'm your host, Pop Buchanan. I love you guys very much. We're going to cut to a message from our sponsor, and then we're going to wrap this with a nice little song. I love you guys. Please support all your friends who's in the recovery and addiction. Please support the sobriety movement. Um, and please support everyone out there that's, that's taking the leap of faith. And go buy Ruby Warrington's book, 
Sober Curious. God bless you guys. Have a great day. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We just listened to a segment in which I was explaining the active ingredient in red wine and I pronounced it incorrectly so I have to check myself before I wreck myself so I just want to make a correction it's is resveratrol not reservatrol okay so I reversed it in my haste of just speaking I got excited and, and incorrectly pronounced it and I just don't want to mislead anyone in case you want to look it up later um, you already may consume fair amounts of resveratrol It's found in foods such as peanuts, pistachios, grapes, red and white wine, blueberries, cranberries, and even cacao and dark chocolate. The plants from which these foods come make resveratrol to fight fungal infection, ultraviolet radiation, stress, and injury. All right, so that's the proper pronunciation, and I had to correct myself. I apologize for my mistake. Um, it's spelled R-E-S-V-E-R-A-T-R-O-L, and that's resveratrol. Thank you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
Every time I forget those things, you bring them right back to me. 